Welcome to the Notary Ninja Show with author, entrepreneur, business developer, and, well, ninja master, Mark Sias. We discuss side hustles, business opportunities, scams, leveling up, and so much more. Just don't argue with the name could cost you your life. You can reach Mark at Today we are going to be talking about how to become a notary in Florida and how much does it cost to be a notary in Florida. So uh, we're going to talk about a couple of states. Uh, I don't really go into all of them because I don't necessarily think that it's maybe entirely worth it to be it in some states. Uh, I know there's uh, you know notary guys. <clears throat> saying to just you know yeah just be be a loan signing agent here there anywhere you know alaska the tundra wherever it doesn't matter their system will work well of course they're going to tell you that because they're trying to sell you uh of course you know they're trying to sell you a product so of course they're going to tell you that me personally i'm going to actually research the state on an individual level research the population density the market demand and then go into it from there and elaborate on it so uh, that's why. So Florida obviously is a great place to be a notary and um, some other states very similar are as well. In fact, we're going to do an episode, I think, on uh, California, mainly the California notary exam because it's a little difficult and that's kind of a hot item with people. So we'll go into a breakdown of that as well. But uh, so for today, we're going to talk about Florida. So good news is Florida is actually one of the it's one of the greatest places to be a notary. Um for several reasons that I'm going to lay out. Uh, one, it is really inexpensive to get started. It's really inexpensive to get your commission. It's really easy to get your commission. And um, two is Florida's remote online notary state. Pretty much most of them are anymore, but some of the states are a little bit, uh, you know, they're a little soft as far as their laws. So Florida allows you to notarize anybody else's document anywhere else in the country as long as you're physically in Florida. So that's pretty good. That's pretty powerful leverage to be able to take advantage of. But we'll go into that <clears throat> a little bit. So first step that you would do to be a notary in Florida is you're going to go to the Department of State and you're going to take the Florida notary exam. And that Florida notary exam is um, free. And I'm going to put the link in here for that, but I believe it is... Uh, it is the um, fldos.gov. Um, <clears throat> so it's a free three-hour three, three course. You could actually do it in about 30 minutes. You know, there's like a little brief didactic, and then there's questions on each little module. But it's timed out, so it has to take 30 hours, or it has to take three hours to do. So there's that. But it's free. And once you're done with that, you actually have a certificate of completion that you'll save because you're going to send that to a bonding company. Now, the bonding company is going to send your application into the state for you. Typically, the bonding company also covers your uh, your stamp as well. 
So the bonding company, you have to fill out this application. And at the bottom of the application, there is like an oath. So that'd be like your oath of office. You're swearing that what you're saying is true. And then there's a character reference or a character witness that needs to sign off on that too. So you need to have a friend say that you're in good standing. And then you will send that in. You should, you, I mean, you can even do it by email, but you'll send that to your bonding company. So the bonding company is posting bond for you to the state. It's $7,500 in Florida. And uh, there are several places that do this. Obviously, if you're searching the internet, you're going to de facto stumble on to the National Notary Association. Now, if you've heard me talk before, you've heard me say to avoid them. I don't have a personal vendetta against the National Notary Association. I'm just stating things that are a matter of fact. Matter of fact is that their customer service is extremely subpar. And a matter of fact is that their prices are rather high. Uh, and you can save money by getting supplies, getting bonding, getting insurance through other places like the American Association of Notaries, which is, uh, I believe their website is floridanotaries.com. And uh, then if you weren't, let's just say you're not in Florida and you want to do this through another, and again, I'll put links in the description, but um, if you're not in Florida, you're in another state, you can actually go to notary.net and same thing. They can bond, they can give you uh, the training and they can give you the supplies the same way the national notary would only for a lot less. So um, I'm going to give you those resources. The national notary association, what's unfortunate is that you know, they are in the business of selling supplies, selling material, and of course selling their certification, their, their signing agent certification and their membership to their site, which is probably entirely useless. They're in the business of selling stuff to notaries. They're not in the business of being notaries or serving notaries. And that may sound a little harsh, but, and you know what, in all fairness, somebody could say to me, well, Mark, you, you sell a course or you, you know, you have a, a book. Yeah, I do. But number one, my primary business is actually being a notary. And number two, my, secondary would be serving other notaries with information free information free resources so very lastly the very last thing on my list would be selling a course or selling an extensive training material or, or books that we've written so it's the complete opposite of them where they first and foremost just want to shove their overpriced products and poor service down your throat all right i'm done i'm done with the national notary let's move on i'm actually multitasking today i got my other computer up but i'm doing my uh taxes as well so uh, they say guys can't multitask but ninjas can all right so next step you send that into the state you wait a couple of weeks you'll get your stamp you'll get your letter from the governor and you're in business now what if you want to be a ron right a remote online notary? well it requires a little bit more training you actually have to go to that dosmyflorida.com and get one of the approved vendors for the remote online training, which is, I think it's only two hours more of training. And they're going over some of the specific laws as they pertain to remote online notary. Uh, for example, if you are, you have to use a, an approved platform before it. Now, some other states, they may actually just let you do Zoom um, and record them, you know, but Florida, they have a list of approved uh, vendors or platforms that they want you to onboard with and they want you to know which one and you can just pick a default one. It doesn't matter. You can jump around. You can onboard with 30 of them if you want. 
but you want to pick one that you're going to be starting out with. Now, the bonding for remote online is more than the bonding. And this stuff's still cheap. Like, I don't know if I told, told you the cost. Let me back up and tell you the cost. So when you're bonding and you're submitting that initial application to Florida, I, through if you did it through American Association of Notaries, you can do that for like $80. I mean, it's it's pretty inexpensive. So, uh, and then now you're up and running. You know, you took your three-hour course, you submit that, you're off and running, you get a stamp. I always say to get a backup stamp too. Um, you know, I keep a slim stamp in my pocket, so does Grace. I keep a little slim stamp on hand because it's, um, that one's Grace's. That one, the pink one's Grace's. I, I don't have a pink one, but uh, I have a blue one and a black one. And I keep them in my pocket everywhere I go because it's like these things are like a little ATM machine you know I mean you just never know where someone you're going to cross someone that needs your service and if you have that in your pocket you have the ability to just make some quick cash it's a bonus um but get a backup one just in case you lose it so you submit you get your application okay so where were we we're talking about Ron so the Ron has um approved vendors and the list of them is on the Florida, the, the DOSMyFlorida.com site. And you have to pick one of them. Surprise, surprise, the National Notary Association is one of the RON certification courses. I'm going to recommend going with not them um, because it'll save you money and you can actually support a small business rather than this big company. So the uh, one that I would recommend out of their list is Sign a Notary. Sign a Notary actually is a lady named Cynthia. She's down in South Florida. She runs um, a signing service, small signing service. Um, I've actually done work for her. And uh, she actually has this mini course that she's created on what she calls notary permit running, which is where you're kind of offering your service to contractors of sorts to go pull their permits at the, uh, you know, at your local city offices. Um, so it's a pretty good read. It's pretty interesting, but she runs a small signing service and she also offers things like supplies and E&O insurance, but she's a small Florida business and she seems like a pretty great person. So I would recommend going to signanotary.com, which is C-Y-N-A notary.com. And you could get your training through her. You, same thing, you get the certificate that you completed your remote online, you get the $25,000 bond, which again is pretty inexpensive. Uh, and you would submit that to the state, and then the state's just going to send you a letter. Uh, it's not like your fancy uh, parchment paper commission that you get. It's just a letter that says, hey, congratulations, you're a remote online notary. Uh, then you would go join the platform of choice or multiple platforms and then start marketing your services or just offering your services because some of them on some part will market for you. So let's move on. So what else can you do? as a notary player. Obviously, it's very cheap to get started. Uh, the next thing that you'd want to do is promote your services. Now, uh, now when I said I go around with like my stamp in my pocket, I don't have a sign on me that says I'm a notary. I'm just mainly getting lucky. We do keep window banners in our car, um, which are pretty inexpensive to do. You could even put like a car door magnet on. I think they're kind of tacky personally, but it probably works pretty good uh, and they're inexpensive. The vinyl decal is a little bit of um, a little bit of handiwork to getting those on. So you may have to have like a tint shop or somebody put it on for you. I did mine myself, but in full disclosure, I botched a couple of them before I got them right. Um, 
And then some people are really extreme and they just vinyl wrap their vehicles with this stuff. Uh, I wouldn't do that starting out. I would try to keep your costs as low as possible. But you want to definitely want to have, you want the public to know that you offer these services uh, everywhere you go. And that's a great way to do it. You know, your, your car, it basically just becomes a rolling advertisement for you uh, and your services. And then you want to get a listing in Google. Google's changed over the years and they've made this process probably more difficult than it really needs to be. It used to be really simple. You just log into Google My Business and you put up your listing and then that was that. And then they started going through the verification process, which was where originally they would just mail you a postcard and you'd put the code in. Again, pretty easy to do. Now they've got this whole thing where you've got to take out your phone and go video record like your business cards and your the street signs in the neighborhood you live. It's a little bit more difficult than it needs to be. But once you get a verified Google business listing up, you're going to probably start getting phone calls from people that want your services. So that's it. In essence, you know, less than a hundred bucks going to the secretary of state, taking that three hour course, getting the bonding, and then you're kind of off and running from there. You'd want to segue into additional services that are common for notaries to do. And the big buzz, of course, is being a signing agent or a, a, a closing agent as they go, offering, obviously, offering your services mobily because you can upcharge. Uh, the big buzz with the signing agents is that you get hired by title companies or, or intermediaries between you and the title company, like a signing service, and then they would uh, give you business. Now, this is nice because... When you sign up with these vendors, you essentially can get business on autopilot without advertising. It's a great way to, what I would say, jumpstart your business, basically get it going quickly. Downside is they take a cut of your pay. Uh, the other downside is, is it ebbs and flows. You know, the real estate market, a lot of it's dependent on the real estate market, uh, which you can, if you branch out into adding other services, then you can get to a point where you're away from that ebb and flow of the real estate market. So I say that because I want you to know the business in its entirety, not just that, oh yeah, go get a, go get a, go be a signing agent and then go make tons of money. But that's good as long as that economy is good. And when that real estate economy isn't good, there's still going to be plenty of work to do. There's still equity lines of credit that you can do. There's still, um, buy and sell transactions, foreclosure transactions that you can get into. But the bulk of the stuff is residential real estate, residential real estate transactions, usually pertaining to like refinances and that kind of thing. And when those interest rates change, that market dries up a little bit. So that's the full disclosure. That's the, that's what uh, the disclaimer that is not advertised and again why would you advertise that if i was just in the business of selling a course i could i'd tell you it didn't matter where you were you could be in katmandu uh, if that's even a place and i could tell you yeah just get your commission and you'll make tons of money with by my system you know and i'm not about that I, i'd like to scrutinize the demographics i can tell you right off the top of my head that florida california texas ohio those are all great places to be notaries um, based on the population density based on the, the economy of the state individually and just, uh, you know, commerce in general and population and density in general. So those are places 
the hardest one out of all of those I just named to get a notary is in California, which is why I'm going to do an episode in California to kind of break the process down a little bit. But um, those are definitively good places to be a notary. The Carolinas, like North Carolina especially. Now, some states have high population density, but it may not necessarily be the best to be a notary there, especially if you're looking at being a signing agent because they're what's called an attorney state. An example of that would be Georgia and South Carolina. They're attorney states, which means that they require attorneys to sign off on those documents. It's not entirely a deal breaker. It just makes it a little more difficult than it is for states that are non-attorney states, like Florida, for example. Florida is not only a non-attorney state. Florida actually has uh, what they call per se litigant laws, which allows you to delve into document preparation business, which is another business that we offer. Um, and California does that as well. So those are, you know, those are very lucrative opportunities. I know it might sound complicated. You're like, hey, I just want to start off as a notary. But as you get going with that, you're going to start looking at your business in its entirety and how you can branch out into other services. And the reality is, is that there's a lot of different things that you can do and offer that are just like the notary service. They're really kind of easy to get into. They don't really require a lot of learning, but the perceived value to the general public is very high. So, or the necessity, meaning the market demand, but notary, there's a market demand. There's really a market demand if the real estate's good, right? Because they need a signing agent, but just in general, you know, the, the population in general is going to need a lot of services. And I get this a lot, so I'm going to address it right now. I, I think I've probably addressed it in another episode, but uh, there are people who go, well, I can get my notary free at the bank. And <laughs> this is comical to me because I, I can't even recall how many people I've actually see, have seen in the past or see on a regular basis that have gone to the banks, you know, all of them, you name the bank, and the bank won't notarize their documents, nor will the other big box chain store notaries. And I think you know what I'm talking about like the UPSs and what, won't do their documents. And, uh, you know, best I can tell is just uh, they don't, there's some level of perceived risk that they see that they don't want to mess with those documents. I don't really know what it is. I think it's just a clickbait thing. Like, oh, yeah, we got a free notary. But for it, for all of the, the hundreds and hundreds of clients that I've seen that have been so frustrated with their bank and with another's bank, and with the UPS store because they wouldn't notarize their deed or their will or their whatever is just it's crazy so that whole thing that the bank does it for free first of all the bank isn't going to the bedside of the hospital for anybody so you know it's just a matter of you have to know the market so the layperson who doesn't know the market who comments on a thread oh it's free at the it's free at the bank well you don't understand the market OK, that's like that's like telling a tax preparer, a tax professional, like an enrolled agent that you can get you can get your taxes done on TurboTax or you can get them done at H&R Block for 50 bucks. Well, yeah, you can get basic taxes done. And you can get screwed on your return. But if you want them done professionally and you want them done right, then you're going to hire, you know, you're going to hire an accountant or you're going to hire a CPA or an enrolled agent, somebody who actually knows what they're doing. So case in point, I rest my case. All right. So. Anyway, so as I said, as you build out your business, you're going to want to look at these other opportunities. And Florida's pretty flexible as far as those laws go. Uh, with regard to like things like credit repair, 
fingerprinting. Fingerprinting is a great business to get into. Uh, it's very easy, very low startup. It's not as complicated as it seems. And you can tack these on to your services as well. Now, um, this is a question I got asked recently, so I'm going to address it. Um, gentleman was, I believe he was in New Jersey, had uh, gone through the NNA's background check and apparently had some traffic citations or violations that essentially failed his background screening. So his question to me was, well, am I, you know, am I out of business now and, or can I just not do this? And the answer is no, it's just, you've now kind of put yourself into a position of an uphill battle. So unfortunately the national notary association, their, their background screening is one of the more preeminent ones, but you could always opt to try another background screening service service link for example, who's a nationwide title company, and they also own their own signing service called Exos. Uh, they have their own background check, so it's very possible you could go through them, get the background screening that is essentially recognized by everybody else, and that driving may not become an issue with them. I don't know. That's worth a shot. Um, the other thought there is that, for the most part, they only do a seven-year look back, so... If you had a bad driving record a few years ago, you could always wait and they'll drop off. I know that doesn't sound like a, a solution to your problem, uh, but the final answer is this, that um, the title companies, if you can market to title companies directly, like through uh, you know, email drip campaigns or cold call them. I'm not a fan of cold calling. If you've heard any of my other podcasts or episodes, I, I don't really like cold calling. It seems like a big fat waste of time. Uh, and a complete lack of using technology that's at your disposal. You know, like, I mean, just to, it just I get this image of like that movie with Ben Affleck, like the, the boiler room or whatever it was, where they're just calling a bunch of people or, or Wolf of Wall Street, just calling a bunch of title companies and begging them for your business just seems obnoxious to me. But uh, I do actually like personally, I've got a list of contacts. I've got almost 3,000 different title companies and I got their emails and everything. And so I had just have a drip campaign, you know, which you don't have to have a drip campaign. You can just send them a friendly emails that are like, Hey, this is who I am and this is what I'm doing. And I'm, you know, starting out and I'm trying to get, you know, get together a book, of, a book of business or a book of clientele, as long as it comes across the warm and endearing and legitimate and not spammy, you, you can acquire some vendors, uh, title direct, as they would say. And now those title companies probably don't really care about your driving record. All right. They want to know that you have errors and omission insurance and that you are, in fact, in the Republic where you're offering your services and that you can conduct that closing properly or flawlessly. So they don't really much care about a background of all the ones that I have title direct, which is there's a couple dozen of them. I can't think of any of them that have ever asked me for one, my driver's license, or two, my, uh, I don't even think they've asked for my error and omission policy. I don't think they've asked for anything. They've just, you know, I mean, they don't care. So, but those signing services do. They want a clean background. That's kind of part of their pitch. You know, when they're pitching to a title company, we have the top certified signing agents. Well, what they mean is they have signing agents with background checks that probably don't get into a bunch of trouble. So, that is that. So let's talk about, um, you know, what to do next. Get your commission, get a backup stamp, get a Google listing. And uh, if you're remote online, look at the platforms and uh, you'll need this thing called a digital certificate. Uh, 
and uh, that goes with your remote online notary. That's part of the authentication process online. But and there again, if you have, I, I guess, would say a bad background screening, like for those signing services, you're still not out of business as far as remote online. Nobody there really cares either. I don't think any of them have ever asked for any of those platforms have asked for. Uh, any kind of a background check at all. So you can onboard with those platforms. Notarize is one of them that is very large. They're kind of tedious to get on board with, but uh, they will give you steady work. And uh, of course, my favorite right now, and I say right now because this stuff always changes. My favorite a couple of years ago is a different one, but um, is uh, Blue Notary. And they do frequently do open call. And then, of course, you can also offer these services to anyone you want. You could, when we talked about messaging title companies or emailing title companies or even attorneys, uh, this is something, if you're going to be a remote online notary, this is something you can add into that email. And by the way, I'm on Blue Notary or I'm on this or that and can do stuff completely remotely. You'd be surprised how many attorneys deal with clients that are in some other part of the country or the world for that matter that they're trying to do stuff for and they just need the online notary and they usually will foot the bill or have you invoice them. So that's it for today. Uh, obviously very inexpensive to get started as a notary in Florida and um, a lot of opportunities, a lot of different avenues you can go down. And again, I'll put links to some of these uh, lower cost resources as well as the Florida notary course in the description, guys. Thanks again for listening to the Notary Ninja Show.